Hi, my name is John Kim, and I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth. I share my feelings and revelations. I believe in casual or clinical, and with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. So I get a lot of clients who want to know what to look for when choosing a partner. And I did a, a video about this, but I wanted to go deeper. So first, let's talk about attraction, because I think that's the obvious. That's where we start. And before, I thought attraction was very simple. I thought it was two-dimensional. I thought it was feeling-based. I thought it was basically uh, you see someone, and they're either uh, <laughs> you're either attracted to them or you're not. And I used to believe in that whole meet eyes across the room, and when you know, you know, all of that. Uh, which I now believe is movie magic and programming and all the Disney movies and all of that. Um, that being said, I, I, I don't, I'm not saying that the feeling is not true. Um, what I'm saying is that feeling isn't necessarily healthy, right? So I've had experiences where um, I would meet someone or see someone and there's that instant attraction, that gravitational pull. And before, I used to think that it was um, healthy love, and it was like, okay, this me—it's a sign, you know. This means I need to pursue this. Um, but now, not only uh, being a therapist and studying love and helping people uh, with their love experiences, but also my personal life, I've learned that it can unusually is um, coming from an unhealthy dynamic, right? So. If uh, I talk a lot of this, this concept called predator prey, it's in one of my episodes. If you want to search for it, um, there's the ad addiction Al-Anon thing. There's there's these type of dynamics that stem from our story that turn us into magnets. So like if you grew up um, maybe with an iron fist dad or something was taken from you, if you grew up without a voice, if you grew up with abuse, you know, that's going to wire you a certain way. Um, and then if you, um, or uh, then you have a person who grew up with addiction in his blood, you you have someone who is impulsive, reckless, um, all of these things, right, which then can translate into um, excitement or attractive because he, he, he's exciting. That doesn't necessarily mean that he can build a healthy relationship, right? And in our 20s, um, we just went for what we felt. And then we learned through pain and hurt and um, abuse and all the, all the other things um, that we go through when we are not aware of what healthy looks like. And we start to lose ourselves and we experience codependency and all that stuff, right? And then when we come out the other end, we realize and uh, that we realize that love um, is built and it's not just about feelings, right? And so under the umbrella of attraction, maybe it's time to redefine what attraction looks like because if you think attraction is just um, what you feel, um, great. That may be that may be um, enough. That may be enough for one night, sure, and that may be enough for many nights. But that's definitely not enough to build a sustainable, healthy relationship. Of course, attraction is 
um, you know, thinking someone is hot and, and someone turns you on and whatever you, whatever you like or whatever your preferences are, like all that's fair. I get it. But I'm just saying that attraction alone isn't enough to build a healthy relationship. And I'm also saying that sometimes that crazy attraction, that unexplainable attraction, and you can't really figure out why you're so attracted to this person, if it's like that kind of attraction, the stuff that's happening underneath, that kind of attraction, then usually it's unhealthy, right? I think attraction, because I trust attraction where the layers have to be peeled, where um, you have to uh, get to know someone and it takes time and you uh, discover beauty in moments and you explore and all of that, right? So that kind of slow burn attraction, that kind of attraction I trust. Now, that being said, there is just flat out attraction, right? There is just like your type or um, someone who is aesthetically uh, very attractive or who is uh, quote unquote hot, right? That then and that could also be healthy that's fine like you think someone's hot that's attraction that's real um but i'm just saying that that may not be enough for a relationship right that's not what um it's not the only thing you consider when getting uh investing in a relationship and maybe it was it was for me when i was younger right that's all i cared about and of course um realizing that there's a lot more to relationships than someone who is uh quote-unquote hot and also i challenge you if you're only chasing uh either the hottest girl in the room or the hottest guy in the room um are you doing it to fill an insecurity in yourself right are you doing that because um then it makes you more attractive or it makes you feel more valuable i don't know questions to ask yourself okay so that's the first piece, and that's kind of the obvious. The second piece is make sure when choosing a partner that that partner has capacity, that he or she has the ability to create a space that is safe, right? So we're talking about people who are not reactive, but instead um, respond, that, that you know they are able to put that emotional speed bump um, through training through uh because we're not born and we're, we're we're not really even taught how to do this this is something that i mean we're not taught how to do it in high school it's something that we are actually have to learn as we grow um to be metacognitive to be aware of your thoughts and how they affect other people um to to take ownership you know to because usually when we're younger um we're very driven by our ego, right? We're we're we're, li we're living a very buy me life, meaning my way or the highway, fuck you, that whole mindset. Um, I think with age comes wisdom and patience, and um, a little bit of a dissolving of the ego, you know, a willingness to let go of the tug of war rope. And so, make sure you're dating someone who has the ability to do that, um, has the ability to try to understand before trying to be understood has the ability to, uh, at the same time, also express what he or she wants, you know, communicate. And it doesn't matter if we're talking about um, meals or, you know, big things in life. But ambivalence and not knowing what you want doesn't create a safe space. So it doesn't matter if you guys agree, but what matters is that they have an opinion, they have a voice, right? So... That also um, means creating a safe space, also trust, right? And no trust is earned, but um, being consistent in not just words, but actions. More importantly, actions and words. So self-awareness, basically. 
and not as a one-time thing, right? Not as someone who is um, for a summer reading self-betterment books and and um, doing a lot of work on, on himself, but as a lifestyle. It, it's the same thing with like fitness. Like if you're um, into someone who, um, if you're attracted to someone who you know takes care of their body. It's not something that you want to stop, right? I mean, that's something that is sexy and attractive, and it's a quality about that person that you like and that you want, um, and them taking care of their body for the rest of their lives, right? It's not just, you know, for the weekend. And I think self-betterment is the same thing. It's a lifestyle. And I believe that um, for a relationship to be built on um, solid ground, you need two people who are living that way who are um, into bettering themselves and stretching and being curious about um, their evolution, you know, and being able to, uh, being willing to share their revelations and their, and all their learnings. Right. So I think that's huge. I think that trumps um, attraction. I really do. I think also when people are like that, they become more attractive. Right. And then the third one I'm going to say is um, to have something in common that is greater than yourselves. So, you know, for some couples, it's their children. For some people, it's religion. For some people, it's just being spiritual. For some people, it's art. For some people, it's a, 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 some kind of, you know, moral stance. Uh, maybe it's a political view. Um, here's the thing, and here's, here's why it's so important. Uh, as a couple... If you guys get into it and you're fighting, there can be a lot of um, eyes, <laughs> uh, meaning uh, eyes in your senses, a lot of what about me. Uh, when you have something that is greater than yourselves that you share, it's a lot easier to swallow your ego or pride, um, to forgive, to stay in it, to work hard um, because there's something greater, you know. And so if you believe that um, you guys being together and choosing to love each other um, is creating something greater, and again, that could be a child or that could be uh, being on a mission to help people or whatever it is that you guys share in common that is greater than the parts, then that relationship is so much stronger. You know, it's exponentially stronger. And this is when you start to, I talk a lot about the whole uh, uh, living a through me life instead of a, a to me life or by me life. And people who are in relationships um, who believe in something greater than themselves, that relationship is uh, in a through me state. And whenever something uh, or someone is in a through me state, they are uh, fearless in a good way. And there's very little ego. You know, it's basically the idea that there's something greater than you working through you. And the visual that I like to use is a prism. So uh, not a prison, a prism where there's light coming through you. I, I'm sure I've mentioned this in many of my podcasts. Uh, um, as I'm saying this, I'm, I'm reminding myself like, uh, you've said this a thousand times. But you know what? Maybe you didn't hear it. I don't know. Um, but light coming through your feet, coming out of your head, um, in color and different color and that color unique to you depending on your gifts and who you are right so like I just love that visual I think that many people are stones and, uh, and a lot of other people who do work on themselves are um, turning into prisms and so to do that 
I think you have to be in a through me state. And I think that your relationship itself can be in a through me state um, as long as two people believe in something that is uh, greater than each other. And um, by sharing that belief and by living life together, um, they are building this, this relationship, right? And so they're not, they're not loving each other because of that belief. They just happen to have um, a greater belief than the relationship. Anyway, I know it sounds abstract, but you get it, right? Something bigger than you. Um, those are the three kind of broad strokes, main categories or things that I would uh, explore and, and to think about when choosing to uh, invest your time and in, in love someone. Now, of course, there's a hundred other things, and I don't want to get into those because it could just uh, just sound – I don't want it to sound like a checklist, but – I do think it's important that you're aware of not only the attraction you feel for someone, but where it's coming from. Is it healthy, right? It's easy to just say someone's hot and you're attracted. I mean, yeah, there's a there's billions of people in this world. You're going to find people attractive every day, right? Uh, and also social media doesn't help. Filters doesn't help. Um, but it's not just attraction. It's where is that attraction coming from so it's healthy and I also challenge you to redefine what you find attractive, you know? If you still find attractive what you found attractive uh, in the fourth grade, uh, maybe it's time for some, new, for some new definitions. And I get that, you know, we all have our tastes. I have my preferences like everyone else. Um, but also, why not stretch, you know? Why not, uh, if you're out dating, go, go the other way, you know? Go, go meet some people that are not your type and see what happens. Um, it's only going to stretch you. You know, give you new perspective, uh, new lenses. And then um, after attraction, self-awareness, uh, the ability to look inward. Can they hold a safe space? Um, are they emotionally intelligent? I prefer EQ way over IQ. I know that smart is sexy, but I'll tell you what. Um, smart doesn't build amazing relationships. EQ does. Emotional intelligence goes a lot further. Um, and also these days we have something called search engines and Google and information is everywhere and it's free. So when someone is smart, it eh, doesn't really impress me that much. But if you could hold space, if you could take ownership, to me, uh, that goes a long way. And then finally, finding something that is greater than both of you guys. Okay. I hope um, whether you're so if you're single and you're dating and all that out there, I hope you um, think about these three categories. And if you're not and you're in a relationship, well, think about them anyway and apply them to your relationship and see um, if they could lead to some conversations, you know, um, what you guys may or may not want to work on. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you're not getting my text, I'm now offering a week for free, so take it for a spin. I text basically daily. It's my new favorite thing. And um, I will see you in your phone. Just uh, You can do it uh, on my website, theangrytherapist.com. Thank you for listening. Be well. Hey, if you have a passion to help others and want to become a life coach, or you just want to acquire tools to change your own life, learn more about our Catalyst Life Coaching Intensive. We are an evidence-based training program with an amazing, authentic, vibrant community, and we give lifetime support. Just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com, and click on Life Coach Training. Hey, before you go, 
If you like my ramblings and revelations and shares, I am now texting people directly to their phone. Just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com. If you want to subscribe, I'll be doing weekly texts, five days a week, reminders, and also uh, mindsets and uh, exercises and challenges. And every week, there will be a different theme, a different topic. So I hope to see you in your phone. And also, if you enjoy this conversation, I hope you help me uh, spread the dialogue and help other people by sharing it. You never know what people need to hear. So if it's helped you, I hope you uh, can help me help others.